Okay, choices are the hinges of destiny. Okay, Back so to the that, future. That tells me that... <laughs> it's not even a part of this. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 221 is entitled Decisions, Decisions. The average person makes 35,000 decisions every single day. How important is it to be mindful of the decisions we make as it pertains to loving others? We're talking about that at the table this evening. So pull up a seat and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, and while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Riesling. Being alone is the worst. (laughs) Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is what this podcast is all about. And we demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes of the podcast, talk about it for the rest. So while we (laughs) may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. Rome. Man, it's been a day. It's a bad read. It's been a day. It's been a day. It's Um, a good day. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and it's one of those things like so. You had a long week today. A long week today. Um, so my mom was super sick last night, up all night, and mm. she was like, "I'm calling. I can't take care of Maggie today." So, what if? Oh, go ahead. Okay. So, um, Maggie goes to preschool half day, and then uh, my mom and Amy's mom take turns watching Maggie in the afternoons and it's great we are so appreciative because man we haven't had to do daycare and financial savings and all that and family um, yeah it's great um but uh and i'm also very thankful and fortunate that i have a job that i can quickly adapt yeah adapt to the situation so Mm -hmm. react um (laughs) yeah uh and our car also needed an oil change we always with we lease our our car we took it to honda and then we realized that oh inspection was up in october nice oh, so, yeah. oh that's not bad well and i was supposed to, i was supposed to be on a work call at <laughs> well it's a lease it doesn't matter <laughs> right you know, yeah explain that to the officer right. uh, so they don't care. sir <laughs> it's not my car so i have to be i'm supposed to be on a work call at 10 o'clock so i'm like well I'm just gonna take it from the lobby of uh valley honda sure which i did um, so I'm just scrambling. I'm scrambling because there's something important that I'm trying to take care of at work. So I'm, you know, I'm very much on this morning, and uh, and then I I get the I had this like like uh, thought in my head. I was like, you get to hang out with Maggie today. You know, you don't get to do that. Mm. Like, let's look at it. In get a to not have to I get to. So you know, I was like, I'm going to treat her. So we went to Chick Fil A after I picked her up from preschool. Then I took her, surprised her by going to a. Super cool park out in Murraysville. Like, mm. wow, this park's crazy. Um, <laughs> ain't no Duff Park. Yes, ain't no Duff Park. Um, but uh, that was great. Then I, you know, came home, played with her here, had a little bit of a downtime just to check email and whatnot, catch up on work. Um, and then Amy came home for a little bit, and then I got ready for the podcast. And then Amy left to go talk to girls about. Uh, Santa breakfast up at church. Oh, little meeting, and now we're here, man. So it's just been a like it's just been like a nonstop day, yeah. You know, and uh, man, I just and then I think about like I don't know how single parents do it. I just don't. Gosh, I just don't it know how they do it. Um, and uh, I'm glad to be here, and I'm looking forward to putting my head on the pillow tonight. But <laughs> it was a great time with with Maggie. It was really fun to surprise her, and and we had a blast and. It was good. It was a good day. Long day. It sounds long. It's very long. I'm feeling I'm feeling that for you. Yeah. I our my students had a four day weekend because we we've past several years we've done this thing where um first Monday of November is our parent teacher conference day. And then Tuesday. Yeah, like the whole like 
we start at noon and go till like 7.30. Okay. So don't oh. they call that Black Monday? And then you've got Election Day on Tuesday? I don't know. Is that what the no, day before Election I just, Day is? <laughs> I totally made it up. I, just, yeah. I found it interesting that you have it during the like, day because I think a lot of people wouldn't be able to come during the day. We do like a day and an evening session. Yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah. But that's the Monday. And then, of course, yeah, Tuesday is Election Day and we don't mm-hmm. have school that day. Instead, it's an in-service day with meetings and blah. So students came back today and just a little wild. I was going to say first, first day back after a long mm-hmm. weekend. Got to be yeah. charged. And that's not even one of my updates. I Listen, I have two bits for you guys today that you will see in a minute why they go together but the first one this is the positive one my boy in two days time 21st birthday benny very excited precious yeah cannot believe treasure a a treasure of the 21 years old like what is what is happening yep he is uh he's one of my favorite people he's one of my favorite people too he's such an easy person to hang out yeah love it Appreciate yep. all that, you guys. Um, Until you tap into how insecure and hyper and manic he is inside his own head, mm-hmm. they're like, you're enjoying him more than he is. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Can you imagine yeah. being inside that head for uh, like uh, 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 an hour? I would like to go in with some like wire snippers and be like, no, no, <laughs> this is don't think about that. That's too yeah. much. That's yeah. too much. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's oh, crap. Wrong. I cut the blue one. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, he can't do math anymore and he's the worst person ever. Oh, that's the wrong wire to cut. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's strong. Uh, um, yeah, and I mean, he's just, I mean, he is great. And he's doing awesome things at school. He's, I mean, he's finishing up his his undergrad early. Yeah, he is. As ah, in, like, cool. this spring semester. Wow. And he's starting his master's in the summer. And wow. doing a year of that. It's and crazy. then he's like, he'll have his master's. So he's, I mean, he's he's doing great. Um. Here's something that goes along with having a 21-year-old, maybe. It is for me. Do you guys have I, I – I'm sure I've expressed over the past year or so the pain in my foot, like if I'm hiking the disc golf course. Maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, you, you, you've, you've just talked about the pain in your butt all, yeah. all the time. Maybe I've just sort of – No, because you talk about it when you wear your weirdo shoes. Those shoes do not seem like good shoes to No, wear. don't go there. That's not what, that's not what this is about. <laughs> wow. Love my shoes. Okay. But but you've that's when you've mentioned your feet because no. you're like these don't hurt my feet, right? They don't. Oh. It's true. They don't look like they have a lot of support. They do not have support, but that's okay for me. I I, I like it. They're the if people are wondering, they're like the barefoot style shoe, I but not the weird sense. toe ones. No. no, not the weird looking toe ones. Uh, but yeah. anyway, yes, I would wear them. I wear them. I have a few pairs now, and I wear them all over the place. But one place that I would wear to them to bed, and they would sometimes. <laughs> That they would bother me is the disc golf course, but it's not because of the shoe. It's because I think of how you know you plant your foot and etc. Anyway, you I finally gout. went to a specialist. You're close. I have arthritis oh, no. in the big toe of my hmm. right foot. Oh no! And that's what's causing the pain. And if if you don't, I don't know. Are you guys up on arthritis? It's basically the cartilage is it's like an inflammation deteriorating, and so stuff is mm-hmm. inflamed. Get some bone on bone. Yeah, yes, oh, bone on bone man. irritation. You know how it goes. Um, it's a joke there. <laughs> so I went to the specialist, right? The foot the foot doctor guy. And someone called him a podiatrist. I think that is what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not a real doctor. <laughs> a foot doctor. <laughs> and here's where it goes back to my barefoot shoes. He so he showed me on the x-ray, obviously, like the area between and the, this one joint cartilage is pretty deteriorated. And the other weird thing that's happening, my bone on the top of my foot is thickening. You ever heard of this? It's an extra calcification. That's what we call that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's an over calcification of the uh, metatarsal. It is. When, the, when, when, you're okay. bo- when, when I believe you. When your bone thickens on your on your toe. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. it's like almost on the plate of my foot. It's like up yeah, behind my toe. That's an overcalcification. I don't know. It sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I believed you. Are you a doctor? Totally. No, I just take after my dad. So one thing that's been really good, he gave me um, like anti-inflammatory meds. Awesome. My toe hasn't felt so good in at least a couple years. That's so right. That's what, been what, really good. What are good. the anti-inflammatory meds? I don't know what it's called. It's an ibuprofen family. Is that going to be like sure. a chronic thing? Like you're going to like a long term? Yeah, it's just like forever. Or do you just take it when it flares up? 
well, he wants me on it like every day, at least for now. I go back in six weeks. Okay. Here's the part that I am skeptical of, though, and it goes back to the shoes. He wants me not only to get more supportive shoes. Yes. But. <laughs> like the flesh colored. <laughs> <laughs> right, the specialty Velcro, shoes. Velcro. Not, no, no, not Come necessarily. I, uh, he, I could give him my uh, my compression socks too. <laughs> he also wants me to get a carbon fiber plate, and that is as that rigid expensive. as it sounds. That's it's not too bad. Is that microwavable? Wait, in your shoe or in to like actually in physically put in your body? I thought, oh, no. okay. I thought he meant to eat from. Oh. Okay, okay. So oh, you like have a, like a molded thing for your. He wants me yeah. to get. It's just a flat, super rigid plate. Huh. It huh. goes like under the insole, like inside my don't shoe. Don't care for that at all. And it literally would not allow my foot to do anything, right? Mm. Seems and healthy. so, right? That's so he wants it for like the support, and he's forever? the doctor, right? So or who like, am I? I guess like forever. You, and so I haven't done guy, that yet. You were, the, you were like when people are like, "Oh, well, they're the doctor. Who am I?" Well, you're the person the doctor is recommending things to. If you don't feel comfortable with it, get a second opinion. Get a third I, that's opinion. what, yeah, that's what Amy's saying too. Like, yeah. how does he spell podiatrist? F H. Well, and then I need to do more research. But I looked online, and I'm like, is movement bad uh-huh. for arthritis in your toes? And everything that came up was like, you're gonna die. Here are some exercises. <laughs> Here are some good exercises that you should yeah. do uh-huh. for you know some physical arthritis. therapy kind of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. How does not allowing Immobil- my toe immobilizing to move, it make yeah. it better? Yeah, instead of just that's why I'm wondering if it's only temporary. That's what or, they always say about people with arthritis. Just stop yeah, moving. Just stop moving. Stop it's, moving. It's really oh, that is true. That's I'm weird. concerned. I'm Maybe concerned. take up smoking too. The only thing that what I could make sense to me is if you're so inflamed. You wear to bring, minimize yeah, it, bring the, uh, the inflammation, and down. you're going to ruin the rest of your cartilage that you have. But or you only wear it sometimes and not. You look into some. Uh, yeah. What do they call it? The rooster, whatever, and the shark. The natural supplements that you can take. Like, ones you like look the, at me. I'm like, well, there's like the rooster. I saw fish oil beard stuff, uh, and then shark cartilage. You can take both of those. I mean, it doesn't sound implausible. Like no, it doesn't. No. It doesn't sound. Like a terrible thing, but I, I mean, if I were you, I, I would yeah. talk to some other doctors because it's a valid point. Like, you you know, you you don't want to become immobilized and then have things yeah. not be able to, like, you know. My grandfather, for instance, the older he got, the more he just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He sat in a recliner to the point where his neck muscles and oh, bones like fused. fused together. Yeah. Like, he couldn't turn his neck. So I'd hate to see that happen to your um, overcalcified foot. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, that's my thing, too, is he's like, well, okay, it's arthritis. There's really no cure. I mean, you there's things you can do, but it's going to just continue for the rest of my life, right? Yeah. I don't want to not no. be able to play disc golf, take a walk, do that. Right. You know, I mean, I want to use my foot. Of course. But I also don't want to, like, be on this, like, steel plate right. or carbon fiber plate forever. Sure. So, anyway, that goes along with having the 21st... Uh, 21-year-old son. Well, that's and, uh, and you getting old. Those are the ABCs of me. Mm-hmm. Rooster comb. Rooster comb. That's a supplement? Uh, you get them injected. You get the, oh. you get it injected into mostly knees. I'm Wait, checking to the see the rooster here. comb is like the thing on top of his head, right? Sure. I don't know why I went below. <laughs> that's the, <laughs> the, the rooster was upside down. The gobble. This is the, the comb. Right. Uh-huh. Wait, so they take that and make that, whatever's in that, they put it into a supplement or a shot? Uh, so it's hyaluronic acid <laughs> or rooster comb injections work to slow down the progression of your osteoarthritis by decreasing inflammation, blocking pain, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And he did say, oh, someday it might be shots, you know. Yeah, but that'll be yeah. cortisone. What did mm. your shoulder ever end up being or your elbow or your butt? Like, that was just like, um, like tendonitis. More itis. You're just itis. all, You're itis. Itis. all the pl- yeah. all over the place. But no, that's great, man. My good. shoulder is completely physical therapy fixed. Good. It's good to go. It's good. Man. Good to know. And you're still doing your exercises to keep the muscle strong around those areas? I am. I I, I should be. That <laughs> boy. How's your McDonald's addiction been? Stop. You're out of blue. blue. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just I'm trying checking to in on I'm a lot. To, to, no, I'm, I'm with you on up. that. It I'm, doesn't uh, sound good. Yeah. I, I I'm doing better. 
but not perfect. <laughs> What's better? You sound like such an addict. <laughs> I know I'm not. <laughs> it's only once Nebulous, a day. no, no numbers. I'm doing just, good, not just, as good as I could do. I, just no. two When's the last time you had McDonald's, Brian? <laughs> no, I it's um honestly, it's it's usually just if it's one of those necessities, like, well, there's no time for cooking, no time for this, no time for that. Uh-huh. And then, like, you know, Lily, she's the real McDonald's. Yeah. The enabler. She will beg. Uh-huh. Yes, she will beg. She's like, come on, McDonald's. It's just one All McDonald's. Right. But no, honestly, a number, it. I don't know. Yeah. I, oh, you don't have to tell me A couple anything. times no, a month. Just, okay. Something like that. Per week. Great. No, it used to be, like, multiple times a week. A day. I've gotten a lot better. I thought about that today. I, was, I drove by a McDonald's. I don't know where. I don't know why. And I was like... If I just force myself right now, yeah, gluten free, everything else. If I just ate a Big Mac, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you'd die. And I, I feel like you want to. I am not a McDonald's guy. I've not been forever, or first uh, probably since the late nineties. I've Wolf. Prob- yeah, I probably have uh, McDonald's. I haven't been that long. Maybe three times, four times. Not even breakfast. Intentional. Well, so yeah, maybe four times intentionally since the late nineties. Ten times. By mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Open my eyes and I'm at the drive-thru. <laughs> um, but Ethan, Ethan's been hitting McDonald's hard. Oh, it's high school. Yeah, he's been hitting McDonald's hard. And um, a couple weeks ago, he brought he did bring back a breakfast thing. It was like a like I mean, it's all fake. It's so fake because like it's you know it tastes like uh, like syrup and butter, but you don't see any syrup and butter on this thing. It's like all cooked into the like the pancake or what it was like french toast pancakes or something i, I don't know it would be a, called a griddle um a mcgriddle mcgriddle maybe McGriddle, i don't know sure and i think there was sausage it was there was some sausage in it sure i don't know but like i mean honestly like you, you do eat it and it's like man they have this thing down to a science mm-hmm. yeah. those labs yeah, you know, exa- yeah they know exactly how to put enough fructose corn and, syrup and oh, i can't do it i can't what? do it anymore because i get like for like mcdonald's breakfast like you're I, like it's like you're literally telling yourself like you want to slow down today yeah, like you, you don't want to do anything. But when I, like when when I eat something like that and there's no, um, like actual syrup dripping off of it, but it tastes so syrupy. I always think of like, well, number one, it's all lab made. But then I always go right. to Chevy Chase and the Christmas vacation. He's like, oh, Clark, how's that? How's that varnish for your uh, cereal? The cereal varnish. Varnish. It cracks me up just thinking about like. So Rachel and I were sitting at home right before I came over. And there was a commercial, oh, who cares, for Lean Cuisine. And they were showing, oh, Lean Cuisine, if you're watching what you wear or weigh and blah, 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 blah. And I just said to her, I said, how many people buy Lean Cuisine and go, yep, losing weight? And she just looked at me and she goes, all of them. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so sad right now. Like the amount of of sugar is added, Mm, the amount of salt. Oh, and in indigestible materials, and like you just because try- they, they, cause to them it all comes down to portion control. Portion control is that what right. it is? Like, That's yeah. what calorie it is. in, portion calorie control. out. It's like here's here's your serving. Yeah, here's your be, portion. It'll be only two hundred calories, mm. right? What's the? Well, what is those calories? Right, and and there's all kinds of sweeteners and all kinds of and all those things will make you hungrier. And and you know, it's gonna hold, hold on to your your body's gonna hold on to it longer. You're not gonna digest it well, and then it's for whatever reason. Every time I drive down Route 22, which for those of you who aren't around here at the table, it's just our business shopping area. Yeah. And I just see every restaurant and every ad. And I talked about this before when I was at, uh, what's it called? Not Country Crock. That's the stupid margarine. Um, Golden Crock. Boston Market. <laughs> no. Why am I so dumb? It's where Crack, everybody cracker goes. Barrel. Cracker Barrel. And you just like look at everything that's advertised and you look at all the food and then you think about it. And then you think about like it's not real food. It's not real food. It's not real Everything food. Everything is sugar. And mm. but even like the steaks are not real steaks. They're right. from here and from everywhere. It just made me so so sad. Yeah. I got over it. But sure. <laughs> I mean, so speaking of food, we all went in on a part of a cow, oh, and yeah. I found my challenge, which is the arm. Oh yeah, roast. not yeah. roast because it's not a roast. It's they a call steak. It that, though, don't right, they? but it's thin. And the first one I made, I didn't cook it long enough, and it was fine. It wasn't great. And the problem is, you sous vide it, but it's so thin when you sear it, it overcooks. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, so this one, we had a bunch of leftover pears from the farmers market. So I peeled the pears, added some soy sauce, added some oyster sauce, added a little bit of brown, sh- not brown sugar, regular sugar, added uh, some fish sauce, of course, and then um, a lot of black pepper, 
garlic and ginger and made uh, a marinade for it. Put it in the vacuum seal, which I've never even used on my vacuum seal, the moist Ugh. option. It's dry and moist, and mm -hmm. I did moist. And uh, So that just leaves wait, some room for marinade? What does that I mean? guess, yeah. It yeah. just doesn't suck all the marinade out. You've never used that before until this. Right. Okay. But it worked, and it sealed it, and I kept it in there, and I flipped it over. You know, I marinated it for a day and a half, and then I sous vide it for 24 hours at 120 degrees, and I got it out this afternoon, and I still seared it, and I had my extra... I don't even know what, what kind of sauce you want to call it. It's kind of like a teriyaki, but also like a uh, like a Korean marinade. I'll figure it out later. Anyhow, and then I still riesling. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a I had enough sugar content that it's going to char. You know, it'll sear faster. Okay. Than if it was just a simple meat or whatever else. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> oh, it was. I don't know if I over marinated. <laughs> Or overcooked, but like so, the cut of meat itself was not good. It, regardless it lost of what its you integrity. It. Yeah, uh, it was not a good chew. It kind of just, it was not good. I threw it out. Was it real broken down? <laughs> not when you cut it, but once you chewed it, it was like, Ugh. it was sort of like a <laughs> like one of those uh, cornstarch thingies, the colloid, like where you squeeze it and it gets hard, but then you let it go and it goes back to a liquid. Right. It was yeah. kind of like that. It yeah. was not good. How far are you guys through your cows? Oh, like, barely. Really? Yeah, we're not, like. We're probably three or four roasts and six pounds of ground meat. I'm done with all my steaks. Uh, no, all done. Uh, I haven't oh, even yeah. touched my steaks because I'm trying cow. to like I'm trying to save them. Like you know, yeah, done with the steaks, doing done the roast thing. A couple of roasts. I took Chuck and Bernice. Saying, like, yeah. I did a chuck roast. When I, I did. When I took a chuck roast and made just a pot roast with it, and I didn't well, sure. do anything fancy. Just you know, put it on a bed of veggies, put it in the oven at 350 for like an hour and a half. It was awesome. Only an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. I sous vide mine. I did I did that last night. I sous vide it for 24 hours, made it last night. Chuck roast. The chuck roast. Seared it on seared it on both sides for like a minute. I did like rosemary and stuff like that. Um, like rosemary and garlic and salt and pepper. And then I did um with all the juice, I did the um I did a um a, gra a gravy. Oh. Did you filter that? What? So you took the juice out of the bag. Uh the sous vide bag. Yes, but I, I when they I say you should run that through a coffee filter well, for some I, reason. I don't know. No, I didn't do anything. When I sous vide it though, like I took it right out of the free like the freezer. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't cut it open no. or season it or anything no, like no. that. You can do it after. Yeah, so I did that. What is that the one better, you yeah. shared pictures of, Brian? It, that well, I didn't share pictures of what I did last night, but it was the but same. It was the same yeah, thing because that looked amazing, dude. It, it was it was like butter. It was like it was so moist, like uh, tender and. When I did my pot roast, I didn't do like it did did not stay pink in the middle, mm. right? I wasn't that specific. I wasn't even trying. Yeah, that stayed pink. But it was yeah still so good. It's like it was just a it was but just you good a, meat. You did it you know? in a crock pot though, right? No, just in the oven. Okay, in the oven, three fifty hour and a half. Boom. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I know. I wasn't careful at all, but it's um, my point is, it's just a chuck roast, and I wasn't really careful, and yet it was just such good meat. It was yeah. really good. You know what I mean? Like it just came out. So I wonder with the with the arm roast, since it is so thin, maybe it's just better to do it like on the cast iron, just cook it, and then eat yeah. But it. they say it maybe because it's thin. Because like right, everything that's I've what read I'm is like it's still a tough cut of meat, and it needs some time. So I think I just the fact that I marinated it so long, then sous vide it for so long, and it was thin. What about crock pot mm -hmm. and something like that? Like you know, crock pot and some beef broth. With... But he's saying it's already coming out mushy. Bulgogi, so by the way. Bulgogi. Bulgogi. That? that was the marinade I made. Oh. Um, Anything else from you, Brian? Yeah, this just is meat talk. Just, I mean, we table. yeah made the meat last night. Um, past couple of weeks have been pretty crazy with work. Uh, finally, to the point where I mean, I'm going to Long Island again this next week. Was there last Long week? Island. Um, my guy Kono, he gave me a bunch of wine. I'm going to share with, with you guys. <laughs> I was leaving on last Friday, and he he so he imports wine, uh, as well as does ice and does a bunch of other things. But he imports wine, and he hands me a bottle, and then so I'm about to walk out the door to head home. And he hands me another bottle. He hands me a third bottle. So I start looking because I could see where this is going. So I start looking for a box. And he's like, oh, you're looking for a box. You think I'm going to start just give you more? <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, I got to, you know, I, I don't want these rolling in my car. He's like, okay, fine, grab a box. And then he starts handing me more. I walk out with three boxes. And like at one point halfway through him just handing me stuff, I'm like, look, I can't refuse these wines because nope. you'll be insulted. But if I 
tell you, um, <laughs> like if, if if I take them gleefully, you're gonna you know you're gonna bust my chops about it. He's like, yep, you're in a no win situation. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I was on Long Island last week. I actually caught an island. He caught, uh, took me to an Islanders game, which was yeah. it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, going back again next week, we've it's it's big. T- it's it's the it's the moment where it's go time. It's like singularity, you know, like all yeah. the things that I've been kind of working for over the past two years are kind of coming together. But man, it's it's one of these situations where my eyes are a little bug eyed a little bit, um, and I just keep telling myself the only way forward is through. The only way through is forward. Whatever that saying is, I liked it the first way. Mm-hmm. The only way forward is through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, lots of hard work, which I don't mind doing. But at the end of the day, I'm going to be really excited about do you know about getting this up and running and this program for him. And and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's just been really, really busy. Well, and how many decisions have you made so to many. get to this point? So many. Some are small. Some take a long time to develop, and then some happen right away and change the course of your life. And we <laughs> people look at decisions differently. Some people fear them and are paralyzed, can't take, can't make them. Other people make too many and they make them fast and whatever else. And I came across a, an unbelievably great quote that was sort of the impetus for tonight's podcast, which we're going to get to, but it's all about decisions. And so we're going to start with some famous quotes, apparently about making decisions so that we can get in the, you know, the focus of what decisions are all about. And then I want to know who these are. Oh wait, we're are we guessing who these are attributed to? We are in you took fact. Them, you took them off of here. Uh, they're not on there, right? But oh, I know where they are as soon as I find the I form. Have, not the answers though. I don't have who they. Oh, are. I've the, got the questions. Okay. You do. do you I see mean, the, I have the answers. Oh, I don't see the answers. I don't see any. Oh wait, the questions right here. Right here, I got them. So the first quote is: "Choices are the hinges." Of destiny. So here's how the game's going to work. There are some that you guys could possibly guess, and if any of you guess it, you'll get a point. Some of them, there's no way you would guess it, but if I mention the name, when I mention the name, if you can tell me who they are, you'll get two points. Ooh, point. I like a game with points. I'm not going to be good at this game. Okay, choices are the hinges of destiny. Okay, Back so to that, the future. That tells me that... It's <laughs> not even a part of <laughs> this, this quote comes from after... Doors were invented. Oh, so barely. <laughs> Here's your clue. Ben would get this. Oh, so uh, it's a math. Oh, person. interesting. The answer is no Matthew Smith Mackerson. We've got Hercules. We have seven to I'm, go Avogadro. through. Close. P- P- Pythagoras. Yes. Yeah. Pythagoras. Second one. This is a, this is a good one. Life is a chess match. Every decision that you make has a consequence to it. So true. So this is after chess was invented. <laughs> Possibly doors. Unless. <laughs> Maybe There's algebra. No way to know. <laughs> Maybe unless, algebra. Unless even. the person was prescient. And so I, had I will say that Eric and prefer- Brian should get this before Chris. Uh, the answer is. Is it a musician? P.K. Subban. Really? Ah, oh, uh, the hockey guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> P.K. Subban. I hate that guy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's good on TV. Yeah, he is good. Oh, is he like a he, uh, he, color commentator yeah, kind, like, yeah, kind of guy? Now? Analysis guy. Yeah, well that's cool. It is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. Uh, Not Yoda. Are you keeping score? Is zeros all the way around? You have a half point. Okay, so so this had to be said after moments were created. <laughs> um, is it like Sun Tzu or something like that? No. Oh, okay, but different. Gandhi. No, but different. Jesus. Less, no, I don't much remember. Less. Um, this is one somebody should guess. I mean, if you were in this realm, in your moments, who's of... making quotes, motivational quotes? Uh, Tony, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Oh, it good. is All right. uh, okay. Brian has three fourths of a point. Sun Tzu. I mean, Tony Robbins. Close. <laughs> Pretty much. Ah, <laughs> uh, the future is fluid. Each act, each decision, each development creates new possibilities and eliminates others. The future is ours to direct. No chance. I don't think. This is one of the ones I don't think you guys will know. Bill Clinton. No. The answer is 
And the, here's where you get to have points if you say, oh, I know who that is. Okay. Jacques Fresco. He Jacques. created... Is he a composer? Wall art. No, he was the original creator of Fresca. Oh. The soft drink. Fresca's the best. That's a complete like lie. <laughs> That's not who he was. Oh. Uh, I, I love Fresca. I'm just going to come up with is random. He, is he, he a... was an American futurist and self-described social engineer. Self-taught. He worked in a variety of positions related to industrial design. Wait. I think I, mean, I we, said that. We don't have to wait. But I think I have a quote from him here. It'd be better if you said it into the microphone. I think I have a quote from him here. Oh, no. I have Jacques Attili. Was no. a, was Close. A, They're so. brothers. Okay. All right. I, I was really excited for a second. <laughs> Same so first. That would have been kind of awesome. <laughs> Never make a decision when you are upset, sad, jealous, or in love. Oh, my. Um, Bernice Ott. That's like everything. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the funniest thing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, never make a decision... Upset, sad, oh, jealous. There's another one you guys won't know. Will Smith and Hitch. I, I think a man would have to say that. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> right? It sounds mm-hmm. like him. Mario Tegu. T-E-G-U-H. Uh, Indiva- Indonesian motivational speaker and consultant. Huh. Last one. Always make decisions, decisions that prioritize your inner peace. I don't agree with this, but I don't know who said it either. See, I agree with that one, and I certainly inner peace. I don't agree with that one. Like inner you. peace sounds very. Uh, you and me are in agreement that we do not agree with this. I agree with that. Hindu, inner peace, sure. Gandhi. I was going gonna Gandhi. say. I was gonna say oh, you don't know this one either. Buddha. Uh, Buddha. That's Ize Victoria Odiase, self care and personal development advocate. Self care. Self care. It's all yeah, about I that self care, everybody. Yeah, like, uh, Every decision should bring me inner peace. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I no. mean, you'd like that, but... You know what? I think self-care triggers me now. Sure. When people say self-care, I'm just like, say okay, it again. self-care. <laughs> Why does it trigger you? It's just like, we're, we're like, that's all we are now is just self, 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 you know, yeah. and like, you know, and we, we've never lived in a more convenient time in... History, but I need a mental and we, health, and we got to have our self our self care. <laughs> like you just went to Starbucks, like <laughs> you spent five dollars on coffee and got your self care. Sorry, no, I think you should continue on this rant. <laughs> no, <I'm good. laughs> Wait, are you are you calling a trip to Starbucks self care? No, I'm saying uh, like because I would, I would call a, that. It's a right. I mean, like you he, might, but like. Mm-hmm. McDonald's joke. Just saying. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your self care is McDonald's. That's right? the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> so all of these are fine, and we could, you know, they're all sort of. Well, the first ones I like more. I, I don't like the whole other one. The upset, sad, or jealous, or in love. Okay, so the whole point is you're never going to make a decision, right? Um, blah blah blah. But here's the quote. Are, are we good on that? On all the other quotes? As yeah. far as what? Anything you want to say about it? I no, I, I again, like you said, agree with some, sort of disagree with others. It's sort of like a menagerie of ideas of of how to make decisions or when to make decisions, but they don't all agree with each well, other. Well, the inner peace one. I mean, there's there's certainly times where you have to make decisions that perpetuate conflict in order to eventually find some kind of peaceful resolution. Um, well, what's the goal? Is the goal peace? Is the, or is the goal right? Right. Is the goal some? Yeah. It Selfish doesn't. Peace. It can't always be peace, because you know that's that's one of the whole debates about war. Is war justified? There's times where you have to go to war in order to eventually find some kind of peace. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's maybe at some point it is the search for peace, but in the moment, like that decision is not going to bring you peace. Right. I agree with you. I feel like that quotes inside out. Like it's almost like. Sometimes you have to make tough decisions, and it's a good goal to be at peace about your decision, like to have contemplated and to like you know this this was a tough one. We'll see where it takes us, but, but I'm, I'm at peace. With I'm the at decision. peace with it the, that decision in this moment. So I think there's like that having that peace in your decision is a good goal, but having the priority of the decision to be your inner peace sounds backwards to me. Well, yeah. but the, yeah. I, I think you guys are right yeah. in interpreting the the good meaning of that quote, but the guy being a self care person is. It's not <laughs> Say it good, again. It's not a good quote. <laughs> self care. 
So the quote that spurred all of this is this. The average person makes 35,000 decisions every day. Some of these decisions are years in the making. However, there are only a few times in a person's life when they have five seconds to make a decision. And the result of that decision changes the course of their life forever. I like attributed to some random pastor <laughs> in Colorado. Well, no, I can tell you now. Yeah. Yeah, we should give Scott him credit. Nichols. It's a fantastic quote. I really think it's, you know, really, really good. Um, well, okay. Yes, it is, it is a great quote. Is he being, like, hyperbolic with the 35,000? I'm that, too. I'm fascinated no, that's, by that no, number. No, that is a, that's that a, is a number. number. That's a number. Here, I looked it up. Here's where I think that... Even PBS said it was. I think that goes from the, to well, the smallest... To the smallest decision of such as well, you open, I'm you, talking and pointing you just, at you right, right. now. You sure. are, like, oh, like picking up my drink to yeah, take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. It's every little everything. It's not blinking. It's not breathing. But it's everything Sometimes above it's that. Sometimes it's blinking. I mean, you could like if you have something in your eye. You're blinking. Yeah, that's true. Well, you, that's you, true. Your alarm goes off in the morning. What do you do? You open your eyes. Uh, do I get up right now or do I stay in bed for another two minutes? Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's it starts like, that's right like a thousand away. in right there. I was going to say, I, I, get make up 35, I, I make 35,000 by noon. Yeah. I mean, with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> but no, so the second game we're playing today, which Brian is leading three fourths of a point to Chris's half point. I don't know. I have point one points for being humorous. <laughs> I had, the, I had the funniest answer. You got now minus one because you don't get to give out points. So you're uh, negative I'm point negative, nine. Dang it. Penalty. <laughs> what was he specifically speaking about? So we're not doing this now. That's at the end of oh, this. Okay. But what what was the topic that he used this as an example of? But moreover, can you think of in your life one of those decisions you had to make? that drastically changed the rest of your life. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? <laughs> Did you have a decision that you made quickly that was going to dramatically change the rest of your life? To make quickly. Mm. I mean, there's so many that it could be. I mean, driving. I'm sure there's been a driving. That's the first thing that came into my yeah. mind today. Yeah. Are we defining quickly by like five seconds? Whatever. Okay. Because I mean, I was thinking Within like... a minute. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, well, maybe, uh, maybe some. Uh, yep. I don't know where you're going. No, but I, I appreciate your pointers. You know. Okay. Um, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> let's let's. I'm, I'm talking about employment way in the opportunities. Past, way in the past. Employment oh. opportunities. Um, I didn't have to make a quick employment opportunity though. <laughs> or, like a decision on. Well, you could have walked out of a job. Could have been like. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I really want to think about. It. I feel like I have to have made some quick decisions that had some influence on my life, but I don't know what they are. And right when now. you told us about this quote, I really did. I was thinking of like, have I ever made like a decision that has like impacted the rest of my life? Well, when the guy was drowning and Keith Stone oh, went in yes. and saved oh, him, yeah. and you guys didn't. Oh, we made a decision to freeze. <laughs> Stretch out the hand. I, uh. I now know the answer. Like if somebody asked me if I if I am fight or flight, I am stand there and <laughs> Well, it is it's fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah, free. Yeah. So I'm freeze. Mm, yeah. Um Well, and basically because I knew I wasn't prepared for that swim. Um yeah, we had just come across. I would say that decision impacted Tyler's life for the yeah, rest of his life. I would, I would too. He decided that he was going to propose after that happened. Mm -hmm. That was pretty neat. That was pretty, pretty tragic. Completely neat changed experience. the course of his life. Yeah. Huh. There was, there was one or two times where I turned down some pretty harsh drugs. Mm -hmm. Those are big decisions. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing decisions well enough. The judicial system. <laughs> um, yeah, like. Pretty pretty hard drugs that you know. Like I, I look back and go, man, I have a pretty addictive personality, anyways. You know, and those are like you don't need any help. Don't need any help with with that kind of stuff. For me, one was when I met Rachel, because I'd gone on that ski trip, planning to court another uh, woman. Mm. Was not aware of this. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I'd been sort of talking to, which is maybe even too much of a term, but feeling like I had a shot with a leader from a different young life area. And I was 
excited, like, hey, all right, she'll be here this whole weekend, whatever else. And then, of course, I meet Rachel, and I was like, better keep my options open. <laughs> and uh, within a very short amount of time, I was like, I think I'm going to go in this direction. Yeah. And when so I, I could have just been like, nope, I'm looking at this girl, but I didn't. When I met Lex. Hard to ignore Rachel, to be very honest with you, <laughs> especially back then. When I met Lex, it was she she was coming through Pittsburgh doing like this missions uh, organization. They were promoting a missions trip. And so she wasn't, you know, she was only like I, I had like an hour with her. Right. When I first met her. And in that hour, we met, we started talking and. Conceived you know, Ethan. I conceived Ethan. <laughs> Got married. And actually had Ethan. Ohio. Like at Ohio. Oh, yeah. They certainly yeah. did do it out of wedlock. <laughs> he was actually born in that hour. They had a pilot married. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, to to not let her get away and, and say, hey, can you give me your email? So we can keep, would you like to keep talking? It's a can decision you give me your email? to ask for the email. So, so can I have your AOL? Yes, uh, yeah, was. the AIM name. Yes. <laughs> your IM name. Yeah. No, we didn't even do that. It was, it was a, oh man, it's prehistoric. Yeah, it like it back was... when hinges were created. <laughs> <laughs> Just after chess. Before moments. Thank <laughs> you. Another one for me would be when I was selling wine in Indiana and Dick Shorthouse uh, left me a message thanking me for the donation I had made and asked me, when was I going to come back and make, and take the full-time job? And I, I picked up the phone back when phones existed, but kept my finger, you know, on the, uh-huh. whatever, what would that be called? The receiver, not the receiver, but the little button the, thing. Yeah. The, yeah. the hang up, the thing. hanger up or the hooky up. thing. When I woke up this morning, I didn't think I was going to not know the name for the That's gonna bug me sticky now. thingy upper. The rec- the- it's not the receiver. The receiver's in your hand. The the cradle, um, the cradle is where you put it, right? But the, what it's the, the little nubbin, the cradle switch, <laughs> the, cradle, the cradle button, the the phone nipples. <laughs> 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 so, I had a moment, and I'm like, do I call him back or do I not? And I and I, I decided I should just pray. Mm-hmm. And so I prayed, and the thought that came to me was, if I died right now and went to heaven, and God said to me, actually, no, that wasn't what it was. At that point, it was, if Dick says to me, hey, is it all in your heart to come back and take this job? What would I answer? And I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so in that minute, I decided not to call him because maybe he wouldn't offer me the job. I don't know. And then I decided to fast and pray, which was a longer decision-making process. Yeah. Um, for me, it was about 16 hours because I got really hungry. <laughs> but then I came back and took the job. But I could be making a crap ton of money as a wine rep. Wine rep. That wouldn't be a rep anymore. Yeah. I'd, be. I'd be setting schematics and Kroger's all across Indiana. Probably no. By this point, I would definitely be working for Gallo. Corporate. But anyhow. Hmm. Well, if the pastor <laughs> thing never works, if it, if it doesn't work out for you, I, mean, I can talk to Kono and... Oh, I could work for Kono. Yeah, you could start a whole... He wants to start an operation here. So if you're looking for side hustle... I'm always about a side I mean, hustle. You could be, be a pastor. You could help feed so the fishes in the East River. So one of my hopes when we get to heaven, because of our faith in Jesus and our commitment to him and the repentance of our sins, is that we get a brief window into the decisions that we made that we don't realize. Hey, let's stay positive, because I, I definitely want to know all the times where God spared us from stuff. That would be crazy. Yep. But I think of when we were disc golfing on the first disc golf trip, at the third course that afternoon um, at the park, and there were guys working on the disc golf course. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, guys, everything looks great. Now, I didn't say, you know what? I think God really wants me to bless somebody at the disc golf course today. And I'm going to look for this opportunity. Now, they might have been like, guy's a jerk, disc golfer, nerd. Or he might have been like, wow, that guy really cared. You know, we've yeah. talked about that example before. Right. But from an emotional needs perspective, and let's stay in the positive, because I'm sure we can think of, which I can, things that I've said, mm-hmm. boy, I'd like those back. Right. Oh, yeah. The ones that come to mind. I, I mean, five <laughs> seconds is an eternity mm-hmm. compared to how the much the time I have thought. Yeah. But how many decisions have we made, A, that you can even think of that probably did have a positive impact? And do you hope to know someday? Ooh, here's a question. Would you rather know, you can either know the positive impact of ways you have said nice things to people. Mm-hmm. Because did it have a lasting impact? Do they remember? Was it, you know, I remember one time somebody told me five years later, after I told them that I was proud of them, 
that they cried for a half hour after I told them that. Mm-hmm. That's a throwaway line. I mean, I was proud of them, but I threw it away. So mm-hmm. you get to know all of the positive impact your words have said, but you also have to know the negative impact. Um... So red, you get to know the positive and the negative impacts of all of your quick, quick, five seconds or less decisions mm-hmm. to either love or tear somebody mm-hmm. down. Black pill, you don't, you're, you're, you don't, you, know. don't, you don't know. I want to know the truth in all of its ugly or uh, beautifulness. Two questions. Do you want it, the, the, the red pill or the black pill? Red, you get to know the positive and the negative. Second question, do you think there's more positive than negative? Uh, Ignorance is bliss. I'm going black pill. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, black pill, don't care. <laughs> but my, my, one of my highest needs is acceptance. So I don't want to do anything wrong. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, you I don't mean, care it won't if, matter. It won't matter in heaven, but like still. like You don't care if you did anything right, but you sure don't want to know that you did anything wrong. <laughs> and Brian's like, I want to know if I did something right. And I used to not care if I did anything wrong. And now I'll be slightly bothered. I think I do red pill also, though, because I already feel like, uh, I know I just I, I hurt this person or I said some off hand comment i just know it i just know it. so knowing the truth you might come out you might come out on the positive right because you say sorry a lot when we're like you don't yeah so i might be like oh oh it's not it's not that bad can i ask a question related to this that just popped into my mind and i'm I'm curious as to each of your answers if you had scales like the scales of justice at this moment in your lives would you say that the sum of your life is better more decisions that are good and impacted people for the better, or would you say that you're more of a you've more darkness and and destruction into the world? I have to think good. I would have to think better because I mean, you make so many decisions that are dumb when you're a kid, but like, but they're not. How impactful are they? You know that that's how where I go is like okay, I've made. I think I hope like positive impacts on a lot of people I'll I'll go with like students at school right like that's one of the right. that's one of the very feel good parts of my job is like man every day I get a not chance not too many to, kids are leaving McKeesport school district being like I can't believe I had Mr. Davidson <laughs> I hope not <laughs> but like yeah like I, I so there's that versus all the stupid stuff I've said you know over the years but I think that like those things would have smaller impacts. Like maybe I hurt someone's feelings or, you know, whatever. They have a they have a bad memory of me or, or whatnot. But I'm I would think that that would my, impact their lives less than my positive. dad had a teacher in third grade that said it told me he's never going to be anything more than a garbage man. Yeah. And that affected the course of my dad's life. Right. I wonder if that guy, wow. if I asked him the same question, would say, oh, I don't think my decisions, my bad decisions uh, really affected anybody. I know that affected the trajectory of my dad's life. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I'm just, I'm sure all of you guys think, yeah, there's, there's the sum of my life is way more light than, than, than darkness, good than bad. But I, I was just like thinking about that. How many people, you know, they, they might never articulate it to themselves that way, but walk around going, you know what? Like <laughs> the sum of my life is a big pile of crap. And like how, like, how terrible is that? I will say, I, I hope it to be lighter, but I certainly am not going to... You don't want to see the numbers. My, weigh my eternity on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of scared. That's will, another old topic. Yeah. But I'm kind of scared. Yeah. I hope see, it's I this, would, but... <gasps> oh, no. I, I would boldly say yes. I would love I, to know that. Um, and, my, and I think the point is, the fact that you guys are concerned about it, you're already in the positive. Because I think too many people aren't concerned about it. And they're just living for themselves. Like you care about, have I done good? Have I done bad? Am I helping? Am I blessing? Am I hurting? Um, And that's part of why I wanted to talk about this tonight is, should we think more often the fact that, wait, we're making a conscious decision to, are we thinking when we go out? Like one of the, somebody said to me, one of the greatest, most impactful moments of their life was running into me at Giant Eagle. Mm -hmm. And that day I walked into that Giant Eagle and I said, Lord, who do you have for me today? And when I saw them, I went, oh, there they are. And we had this great conversation that it was at the exact moment this person needed to see somebody like me, but it was on my mind and I made the decision. I could sit in the car by myself 
at Bella's voice appointment, or I can just go see what God's going to do. You were in the meat section. Oh, yeah. And I got it. God bless me, man. It was 50% off. Oh, <laughs> so much I remember that story. You're like, if you do this, you're going to come out on top. <laughs> but so should we be more conscious conscious yeah. of, the, of the fact that we have decisions to make to love people, yes. to care about people, to be careful not to hurt people? Yeah. That's where I feel like I fall short. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I want to be more conscious. I'm not that intentional. I want and that. I, yeah. And I do want to be more intentional. I believe that. And, it, oh, sorry. Go no, you're no, going because no. you're on a roll. Yep. I was going to say, like, so when I was at the park today with Maggie, I was like, I just kind of want to sit on the bench and, you know, chill, you know, look at my phone, just keep up with email and not talk to any other parents. Yeah. I was like, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't feel like it. And then there was a situation uh, and I just felt like it was like, maybe, like, I just felt like it was like God nudging me, like, get off mm. the bench, buddy. Like, one, go be with your daughter. And two, that might be a cool guy to talk to. And he was. He was really cool. Yeah. Hmm. I yeah. think I think That's it's awesome. I think it's a good discipline that that I think increasingly is left in the background of what what is the butterfly butterfly effect of this particular action or this particular course of action. How's it gonna affect, you know, it it almost is kind of like playing that 4D chess. You know, and I do try to do that as much as I can. I think about, um, like we're talking about, you know, we can have impacts like that. We can be conscious of it. But I, I want to come back to uh, Christmas Vacation, where um, I'm here for it. it all comes. Where that's great. Where Chevy Chase's boss is like walking through the office, you know, and like he's got everybody behind yeah. him, and he's the just this hur- He's just this hurricane walking through, and they're just, <sighs> you know, he's making these decisions, blah blah blah, saying this and this and this, you know, and then he can't. Spoiler alert! If, any, if you haven't seen <laughs> Christmas Vacation, he cancels the bonuses. You know, and and like he did, he's not really even thinking about it. Ah, oh, looks good on the bottom line, but then Quick he cancels decision. it. And then look, look at the look at the after effects of that. Well, he gets kidnapped. Yeah, SWAT team shows. But up. like we've all worked for people, or we've all known people that like will just blast through your day, and it's it's they're the they're the main character in their story. They don't care what happens to anybody around them. They're just mm. they're they're on a course, mm. you know. And like I think it's good to be on a course and to be purposeful for sure. But you also, I think, have to be very mindful Stop of, and slow of down the, what's, a bit. what's the wake yeah. that I'm leaving here. Yeah. You know? No, that's a good observation. I like that. I think it's important to focus on we are consciously making a decision to meet somebody's emotional needs or to ignore their emotional needs. And that mm. almost every interaction that we have, we are either meeting their emotional <laughs> needs or we're not. It's a big sniff on Chris's side of the thing. <laughs> no, I, I actually have, I mean, I've been thinking about that lately and trying to place myself in that mindset <coughs> in whatever situation or con- you know conversation I find myself in. I do think I'm getting better at that. I really do. So it wasn't a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a thoughtful sniff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, a net positive if, if we are more mindful of that. Of those of us who sit at the table every week, uh, of course, sitting at the head of the table, still. Mary Lynn. Mary Lynn, if you want to sit not with. Been, has not been displaced yet, right? No. Nope. And if you want to sit with her at the head of the table, just go to uh, lunchtimeinrome.com and sign up for our paid Substack. And uh, you will be there sitting with, at least with her. Yeah. Might, maybe on her lap. I mean, we don't know. Who knows how well, and Ashley uh, Cesarato. Oh. She's oh. been there. She's been there. Oh. oh. Yeah. At the same amount? I think so. Well, then they're oh. both sitting at the head of the table. Well, we just... Yeah, sorry. We've so, got dual heads. Okay. I apologize. I thought there was one more. I thought you... As it is... We, we can, will call all you out next week. We yeah, promise. we need yeah, to, we'll we need to start yeah. like... Yeah. But it's, the more we do that, I think it's really a net positive. It's by far and wide a net positive. The only negative is that you could become a little bit obsessed with it and you start freaking out. Like, oh, did par- I do paralyzing did yourself? I, oh, did I say this? That's was it yeah. good? Was it bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just well, pull the hoodie over your head. Well, I, I do. I feel, I, I feel like I start thinking about it too much where it's like... High need of acceptance. Right. And Whereas I have a high I'm, need. I'm interrupting <clears throat> you. But I have a high need for attention. So it's easy for me to go out and just be like, bing, bang, boom, hey, whatever. Well, and I was going to say, I'm encouraged by like what you always talk about. It's like, it's you don't have, you don't have to think about it that much. It's not that hard. You know, how many times 
like what you when you go through the checkout line, how many times does that checkout person hear you're doing a great job? They don't hear that ever. No, I mean they probably don't even hear it from their supervisor. By the way, the know? sneaky way to be better at this, <clears throat> not better at this, to be more effective at grocery store blessings, is shopping at Aldi because they're bored out of their brains when they're stocking. You know, because you only get a small window in the checkout at Aldi, and they're being measured in how fast they check out. Mm. So that's you got to be like a ninja. It's just a you got to be like, hey, let's keep the ring time down. You're doing great. Okay, bye. But when they're stocking the shelves, which they rotate, who does that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I always love the stock. That's when you got the time to do it. And that's where you get to know about Rajon and how much he loves football. Andrea and how she goes to a farmer's market down in Turtle Creek. And Cole and what he's going through medically and all that kind of fun <laughs> She's stuff. She's like, you don't want to buy your produce here. You want to go down to Turtle Creek. Well, that's another question for another time because I asked her, <laughs> what's the furthest away any produce in this store has ever been? Meaning, like, mm-hmm. the, where does it come the, from? Right, the squad is like all from Guatemala. From no, but no, it's origin, origin of yeah. somewhere. Whereas, like, tomorrow you can go to Verona and get a squash for, you know, anyhow, yeah. point stories. It is second nature. It is what I do. And I go forward. But you do have to be careful because am I doing it for me or am I doing it for them? Am I joining them and showing them that they matter or am I just trying to be known as the loving guy? Right. Yeah. But you don't want to over freak out about it. No. So here's a question. Okay. What was, what did I say his name was? Jerry Nichols? Harry Knuckles? Mark? <laughs> Jacques? Sean. Scott. It was Scott. Scott. Scott Nichols? Scott Nichols. Scott Nichols. Yeah. What did this refer to? Oh. This is worth all the points. We'll go in reverse order. No, we'll go in order uh, of points right now. So, Brian, you get first pick. Accepting Jesus. Number two. Or, share, or sharing nope, Jesus. Nope, that's the but why accepting Jesus? But why five seconds? So um, I'm gonna go with sitting in silence. No, I will go with um, proclaiming your love to another person, murdering somebody. I gotta. I'm going dark. <laughs> We're gonna pause for anybody else if they want to think about it. For, you guys can. I'll tell you this. Over three. And when I tell you what it is, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, absolutely right. Oh, man. Why would a pastor be talking to a group of people and say, you can make a decision in five seconds that will change the rest of your life? Well, that's, why, that's why Brian, like, that's why, like, cause that's what, that's where my mind went originally since it's a pastor. He was like, commit your life to Christ. Do it now. Do it now. You will sell me this car. Do you remember evangelism explosion? If you were to die tonight, would sure. you end up in heaven? Like door to door? Three. Two. Not to be confused with Tony Evans, who said everybody says uh, that they want to, you know, they'll commit their lives to Christ when they're older. And he goes, the only problem is you don't know how old you are. You right. might live to be 90, in which case right now you're very young. But if you might only live to be 35, then you're really old. Right. And Dick Shorthouse said, he'd have made a great insurance salesman. <laughs> I'm going to say sin. You may have a half point. That's kind of broad. Wow. That's nice. Specific to what? Yes, yeah, so here's here's my thing. He wasn't speaking in the positive. It wasn't you're going to make a good decision in five seconds. Right. That's what my that's where my thought went. Is like, I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know. To and to hurt because like someone, a lot of sins are taken in the moment. To hurt someone emotionally. Yeah, it was an emotional needs response seminar. <laughs> no. All right. What is it? Infidelity. Hmm. Huh. I still win because I had three quarters of a point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think no, I'm still in the no negative. negative. You're still negative point nine. <laughs> yeah. Because you gave yourself point one, but I took away an entire point. Well, you gave me a half a point, so I think I'm negative point four. I give you a half point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're only... I'm still negative, though. Yeah, you're still negative. <laughs> because you can't give yourself points. But here's the hidden <clears throat> blessing in this. It didn't occur to any of you. Uh, mm. Yeah. Or... You're like, well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a great example of it, that in one moment you're like, well, you were close with murder. I mean, like. <laughs> and Thanks, sin, Brian. Murdering a, murdering a relationship. <laughs> well, sure. So you're saying I he should have gotten more than a half point? He should get three quarters of well, point th- nine points. You're back to zero. <laughs> I would say both murder and infidelity, though, can be premeditated yes. but but oh. when you're in that moment right and it, it's not saying have... it doesn't apply to other things it was yeah. just specific to 
Right. Why was he talking about this? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around like the five second thing. Like, I guess you could break it down to. <laughs> wow. There's... How did nobody say picking up a piece of food that had fallen on the floor? Oh, <laughs> the five second rule. <laughs> oh, That's Dang a it. good one. That would have been a good a one. better podcast would have brought that up soon. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's my. I picked that one. I really, I really. Full point. Eric's the winner. <laughs> and see, it was a long day, Eric, but you ended up a winner. So That's how to, we're gonna. So we're, glad to be on top. We're gonna finish episode two two one with Eric on top. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome. See you next week, Groot. Adios. Bye. Wow, this park's crazy. No, don't go there. That's not what that's not what this is about. And the other weird thing that's happening, my bone on the top of my foot is thickening. Maybe four times intentionally since the late 90s. Ten times by mistake. Self, self, self. The the phone nipples.